You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. It's about computer stuff. I'm good at computer stuff. You're off my Snapchat. We're signing you off for online dating. Oh, okay. What? How much do you know about social media or the latest online trends? If you're anything like me, you stick with what you know. But children consume new technology like it's an everyday staple. Given they're growing up in an era where the tech world is changing so rapidly, how can we as parents ever hope to keep up? My next guests say that it's important for parents to be online educators. So I'm wondering why that's important and how on earth I do it, given my kids will likely be strides ahead of me when it comes to technology. This is part three in our series about online safety and children. This is Parents as Online Educators. Joining me for this chat is Julie Inman-Grant. She's the eSafety Commissioner and Associate Professor Amanda Third from the Institute for Culture and Society at Western Sydney University. Hi, ladies. Welcome. Hi. Amanda, why is it important for parents to be online educators? Aren't schools meant to fill this role? Oh, look, that's such a great question. Um, Yeah, look, I think we often do look to schools to provide this role, but I think that schools are not best equipped to do the very important work of negotiating your family's values and applying those in an online world. So as parents, we know, like we, we do play a very important role in our children's lives. Um, sometimes it feels like when it comes to things digital that we don't have the right kind of um, influence or we don't have enough influence. But actually, all the research shows that um, children translate their moral frameworks between online and offline spaces so that if you are being or if you're paying attention as a parent to um, developing your family's values in your children, you know, having conversations about what matters and why, um, that this is is really important uh, for preparing your children for their online interactions. Julie, when we come to what we're actually teaching our kids, um, outside of role modelling and that sort of thing, where can parents start if they're feeling overwhelmed? Well, I agree with Manda that the values that we want our children to be displaying online are the same that we want them displaying in the real world. So values like respect, empathy, critical reasoning, thinking skills, you know, being protective of our personal information um, and and even of pictures of ourselves. Um, So, you know, I don't think we have to change the discussion. We have to apply it in a different way. There are some some little nuances. Um, For instance, we all get the concept of stranger danger. And if a stranger offered us um, a lolly sitting on a bench, a young person would generally uh, understand that that's strange. But where they don't have the same level of maturity and experience is online. They they may not understand. They're not cynical and schooled in the ways of the world to know that there can be bad people out there that are trying to groom them or get to know them and may not be who they say they are. Following on from that, do you have any practical things parents can do right now after they hear this interview to become online educators? Right. Well, you know what? Engage your kids in a conversation about um, what what programs they're using, how they're using it. Have, have they ever seen something go wrong, whether it's a, a cyberbullying incident um, or coming across um, content? It's really important for parents to stay calm 
and um, let them know that kids can come to them if they encounter anything that's concerning or inappropriate. Because the first thing a kid will do when he thinks that a parent's going to freak out if something happens and take away their technology, they're going to stay tight-lipped and they're not, they're not going to share. And we want to keep open and honest conversations with our kids about what's happening and help them guide them through those, those troubles if they happen to encounter them. Amanda, in that situation, I can just imagine years from now, if my children come with, to me with something, um, is it okay for you to, as a parent, go, I have no idea about this platform or what it does? I mean, how do you then, as an online educator, apply that moral prism to, to technology that you may not be familiar with? Look, that's, again, a really a really good question because it does reflect the experience of many, many parents. I think, you know, uh, as parents, we often feel ill-equipped to support our children to do things that we don't really understand very well ourselves. You know, so I think there is a real onus on parents to, to familiarise themselves with the things, with the applications and the platforms and so on that their children are engaging with. And in this sense, you know, being an online educator is not a kind of didactic relationship where the the parent imparts knowledge to their child. The parent obviously has a much more sophisticated set or or much more developed, if you like, um, set of experiences to draw on in terms of making moral judgments and so on. And those things are really important to communicate. But when it comes to the digital, I think it's really okay for parents to kind of um, to 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 be very upfront with their children about the fact that they don't know the answers to these questions and configure themselves as people who are going to learn alongside their children, right? So this is a collective enterprise. Together we're going to work out how to do it and we're going to talk about how we we might handle things and make make um, judgments about, you know, the role this technology might play and um, and the kinds of ways we will treat people and all of those sorts of things. You know, it's 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 really great to kind of... Um, if you like, walk alongside your child as, and explore these things together. And I think it's important to point out that parents shouldn't feel like they're on this journey alone. We have an iParent portal at esafety.gov.au. We've got scripts about how to talk about these issues, how to set up parental controls, about what are the most popular um, social media sites and applications, how they work, how you can report inappropriate content. And the office also has a cyberbullying complaints line, a cyber report line, and soon will be coming online with an image-based abuse complaints portal. Well, ladies, you've given us lots to think about and go on with. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. That's Julie Inman-Grant. She's the eSafety Commissioner and Associate Professor Amanda Third from the Institute for Culture and Society at Western Sydney University. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.